Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday, the 3rd of August. And as usual, with all the information contained in this presentation, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this presentation. And if you need to, of course, you can always pause the PowerPoint slide here and read the disclaimer in full. And if you're listening on a podcast, head on over to our website and you can read the disclaimer in there. All right, well, a bit of a wishy-washy night in the Dow Jones last night, closing down 0.3 of a percent, well, 0.28 of a percent, 97 points to 34,838. NASDAQ up slightly, up 8 points, 0.06%, 14,681. And the S&P 500 slipping 8 points, or 0.18%. Middle for diddle, 43.87 there. Interesting move last night in the VIX as well, up 6.7%, $19.46, or 19.46 rather. And our SPY futures showing a loss of 19 points after that big uh, red balloon day yesterday. We had 99 of those points to the upside, 19 points down today, 73.67. But all the talk and all the chatter will continue to be on afterpay. Certainly, it's receiving a huge amount of coverage on CNBC this morning uh, because of that uh, bid by Square Inc. at uh, well, what is equivalent now to $136 after a 10% plus move in Square share price last night in the US. So it'll be interesting to see how Afterpay reacts today. But as far as the market goes, uh, a little bit wishy-washy over in the US. And once again, we're seeing some uh, little bit disappointing numbers coming out of the economic cycle. And we are seeing a little bit of those growth forecasts being wound back slightly. And the earnings results not really enough to keep things moving ahead at least in the short term. Hopes for an infrastructure bill uh, to be passed look uh, increasingly likely, given that the politicians in Washington are all heading off for a month's holiday, so they want to get it done before they go away. As far as commodities go last night, we did see a big fall in the oil price last night. Uh, Santos won't be too happy with that. Down 3.3%, $2.52 to $72.89 on Brent crude. WTI down 3.6%. $2.69.71.26. $2.69.71.26. Gold price slightly better up 5 bucks or 0.28%. 1822 spot 20. Iron ore recovered slightly but only ever so slightly up 1.6%. $2.90 to $183.40. And in other commodities we had copper off around half a percent. Nickel down 0.2. Aluminium up 0.8. Zinc up 0.3. Lead up 0.8. And tin Pretty much unchanged on the tin front there. As far as BHP and Rio goes, not a lot of action there, to be honest. BHP down 0.2 of a percent and Rio up 1.1% there. Here you can see the S&P 500 had all the signs of holding in, but it just drifted off throughout the day. Uh, Once again, volumes weren't huge, but uh, not a particularly good way to start the month of August for the US, but nothing really dramatic to uh, to get concerned about as yet. Major stories last night, Asian stocks set to dip as growth risks boost bonds. Easy, easy for you to say. Uh, the Senate's heading towards a passage this week of $550 billion to fund roads, water projects and the power grid. That's 
project, uh, that stimulus package does seem to have shrunk. It does seem to be the incredible shrinking stimulus package. Um, Fed's Wallace says September taper call may be warranted. Eurozone manufacturing PMI shows slight loss of momentum. And we did see yesterday those Chinese manufacturing PMIs down. Slowest pace in July since Feb 20. And we have seen uh, US... Uh, UK rather factories lose some momentum in July and rising prices their PMI showed that I wasn't aware they had any factories left in the UK and the US hits Biden's COVID vaccines target only a month late but pretty good remember it's not a race Uh, Chinese stocks jumped yesterday and Beijing signaling more economic support as far as our market goes today though RBA and Afterpay will be the keys today. Afterpay early. We will, of course, get the Gladys, Auntie Gladys update at 11 o'clock and probably also the Queensland one as well. Uh, They seem to be heading into more uh, lockdowns there and Gladys will reveal the number today, which is bound to be high, unfortunately. And then we get the RBA this afternoon at 2.30 with their decision. And it may be that given the lockdowns and the restrictions we're seeing for Sydney and other parts of New South Wales and now Queensland, that that tapering that uh, Phil Lowe has been talking about may well and truly be off the cards, at least for the time being. Housing finance for June and building approvals for June out today. That latest US ISM manufacturing report signaled the peak for the US sector may have reached earlier this year. In terms of big moves and shakers in the US last night, Tesla was up 3.3%, Apple down 0.2%, Facebook down one2 and Square It's hip to be square, up 10.2% last night. These guys are the ones bidding for Afterpay. Square is the brainchild of Jack Dorsey, who also created Twitter. 10-year yield is uh, 1.17% in the US. And now we've come back into line with Australia at 1.17 as well. Germany is a negative number, around 0.49 to the negative. Focus now will shift to zip. Clearly, they had a good day yesterday, but we will see how it pans out. But the focus certainly will now shift to zip, which is probably uh, very cheap in comparison to Afterpay, but may not have the scale or the bulk. And of course, it's got that dopey new logo, which doesn't really help either. Day two of diggers and dealers, plenty coming out of that. And Transurban, uh, they won't be able to uh, announce any big deals in their results in August. The WestConnect bid is not expected until September. And I guess that may be put back a little bit as well, given the problems around lockdowns. But uh, Transurban does have the first right of refusal for the remaining 49% that it doesn't already own. And a big US lotteries giant scientific games They're looking at an IPO or even a trade sale uh, for SG Lotteries. It's around $3 billion market cap there. It'll be interesting to see the demand for that, given the Tabcorp separation between its wagering and its lotteries business, which is up and coming. Question of the day today. Uh, There was a lot of chatter yesterday, obviously, on Afterpay. Uh, Some suspecting that it sold out maybe too early. Uh, some thinking that maybe it timed it to perfection given the increasing competition we're seeing in the field from the likes of Apple Pay and PayPal. So the question of the day is, did Afterpay sign out, sell out too early or did it time it to perfection? Given that Afterpay has done a script deal, you're basically, if you're an Afterpay shareholder, of course, you're basically buying in the, into the square story with Jack Dorsey. 
and that global behemoth that it is trying to become, especially uh, focused on the US and building that scale that Dorsey is trying to do with the Afterpay deal to integrate that app into the Square platform. So uh, all is not lost if you are an Afterpay shareholder. I know some were probably disappointed that they didn't get to $160 plus for any kind of valuation. But given that Square has had a positive momentum in terms of the share price reaction so far at least, uh, that price is inching up $138 equivalent roughly at the moment. So uh, did they sell out too early or did they time it to perfection? That's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening. Head on over to the Facebook discussion group. Love to have your thoughts, ideas and insights over there. It's a wonderful group. Lovely people. Members helping members is the motto over there. And there's over three and a half thousand of you and more joining every day. So head on over there. You get to ask all the questions and interact with other members. That's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening and have a great session. <laughs>